the Women Unleashed podcast. Join us as we share with you the fun, confronting, wild, fucked up, epic and raw side of being a woman in today's world. Nothing is off limits. Allow yourself to be inspired to be unleashed. We acknowledge that we are recording our podcast on the traditional country of the Turrbal and Yagara people and pay respect to their elders past and present. We acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and contribution they make to this community. Welcome back to the Women Unleashed podcast. It's Brit and Jess. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Jess, thanks so much. Had such a great time recording with it's been you. The best. I love having these conversations. Yeah, it's awesome. The show's not over. We've got one more episode left. Let's do it. Let's go. So, everybody, whether you admit it or not, like loves the experience of freedom. You know, and you might get that by riding your bike down a hill really fast or (laughs) snowboarding, skiing, surfing, skydiving, bungee jumping, racing a car, whatever. Mm -hmm. That Like taking off on an aeroplane, going on holiday. Like that's freedom for people. And the question that you're pondering, Jess, is how to live a free life. Mm. What a question it is. This is what I am discovering recently right now for myself so I thought it would be a cool conversation to have because I haven't figured it out (laughs) you know all of it so it's on my mind all of the time so I've learned a lot so far so let's see let's see what comes out of today do you notice you said it's on your mind all the time do you notice particular moments when it really is on your mind versus when it's not there Mm. Probably when a decision has to be made. <laughs> so you're like, how do I get free of this? Yeah, when I can feel the limitation or the decision making is hard because I am, I know what my heart and soul is saying, but then the brain starts to chime on in and say, oh, Jess, yes, but you have you thought about that? Or, oh, Jess, yes, but have you thought about how much that'll cost? Or, oh, Jess, have you thought about what that means for your future two years down the track when I thought you wanted to be here and you shouldn't be doing this and then it means you oh should do God. that? And then That's fucking exhausting, Jess. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired already. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's what goes on. Um, yeah. You know, it's I really believe wholeheartedly that the block – the roadblock to us living that free life is when we ignore the little whispers from our heart and soul. Mm, so you could say we ignore ourselves. We do, yeah. And yeah. we do it on a daily basis and we're really good at it and we're trained to do it. We're conditioned to do it. We are led to believe that that's the responsible thing to do sometimes. Or we agree that that's the responsible thing to do. Yeah. Exactly. So... And it's totally shit. Mm. It's totally shitty. And mm. there'll, be breaking, there'll be a breaking point, which is what I've found. There'll be a point in our lives where we go, what the fuck has happened? Or what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? Yeah. I want it to change. I've been repeating this pattern. Why? Yeah. Why? What's the purpose of it all? What is the purpose of even being here? What's the purpose? I don't get it. so oh my lord those big questions then yeah because if we're asking them we don't feel free 
Mm. And I've pondered on that for a lot in the last 12 months. What's the point of me even being here? Mm. And if we're asking that, we have so much... Uh, we have so much lack of expression. I don't know if that's grammatically correct. Don't judge me, people. Maybe so you have a lack of expression? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and courage. Mm-hmm. Because it takes a damn lot of courage to act on what your soul is telling you to do or not to do. Mm. Yeah, it does. Because it usually really does. it's against the grain. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, do you want me to share what? I yes. think living a free life is. Yeah, what do you and like, think? I, I haven't actualized it, but I'm on the way. Like, um, so how it got there, I don't really care. But ever since I was really young, when I started riding horses, I just really wanted to uh, ride the Olympics. Mm. And just my whole life, that life of like, flying around the world and mm. competing international shows in Europe. And, you know, I even when I was 25, took myself and worked with one of those companies for six months in Europe so I could see what it was like. Wow. Um, and I told myself that the way I was going to get there was to work hard, like go to uni, work hard in a company, become CEO, then I'll have enough money to do it. And then I also said if I'm not riding by 30, then I've got to stop that plan and go for another one. Anyway... Uh, yeah, I wasn't riding by 30. I'm 30 this later this year. And that whole time I was just like, it was like pushing shit uphill because I was doing something. Like I was never going to actualize that goal. Being a CEO of a publicly listed company. <laughs> hello, they work seven days exactly. a week, if not more. Yeah. How the fuck am I? I might have some money, but I'm not going to have any time no. to train and travel and ride. Yeah. I love how you're laughing because to you it's real clear, but to me it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like it is. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's laughable. Yeah, it is. And so for 11 years, that was my life and it was just so fucking tough. Like it was like living a lie. Yes. Living There's that lie. feeling every day, right? Yeah. So what was your like what was your feeling or little voice? Because you like what were the little whispers that you were ignoring because you just knew you weren't listening to yourself or what your soul wanted? Oh, it was just like everything was a lie. Yeah. Like everything was okay. a lie that came out of my mouth. Wow. Yeah, that's the experience now looking back on it. it was Gosh. Just like so inauthentic. And <sighs> yeah. So. What's there for me is a whole lot of sadness. Yeah. Because I was, I'm very sad. Yeah, there's a lot of sadness there. And not not because what you've done is wrong. It's simply sadness because I know that you and I are not the only ones that have completely disregarded what our soul and our heart really wants. Yeah. What and we want it, what we want our life to mean. Yeah. You know, because when I'm in the ground, no one else is gonna say my life meant X or Y. Mm. Like it's me who says what my life means and I'm going to go in the box with myself so yeah yeah it's just kind of heartbreaking and I think we need to like that probably needs to be felt that heartbreak of I have many times and probably still will yeah yeah I cry about the sadness of like you know like wasting those 10 years and sure like they've actually been really they've been valuable like I now have a lot of skills that will enable me 
in my next stage of life, but I could have done it completely differently. You could have. And there will be a reason why that didn't happen. It may not be clear right now. But so what... So then what happened for you to just say, yeah, fuck it all. I've decided I'm going to go to the Olympics now. A couple of things. Uh, It was a number of conversations with my partner to say, like, what is it you really want? So being around someone, because I felt like a fool for saying that, you know, because I've been lying to myself for all these years. If I was to say to someone, I want to go to the Olympics, they would laugh at me because they'd be like, well, fuck, mate, like, you're nowhere (laughs) near there. You're not like, 16. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Come, like, like a tennis player. Like I really love yes. tennis. I wanted to be a tennis player too. Um, and so, yeah, a few conversations with my partner, getting reality of the situation and what my, how I was behaving. And one of those ways, one of those conversations was, um, you know, he asked me how long, how, how much money I thought it would take to get to the Olympics. And I said $100 million. Just, you know, like... I don't actually know, but I'm just going to say $100 million is what I'd like to get to the Olympics. And he just said, well, how much are you saving per month? And I said, whatever that number was. And he said, you'll get to the Olympics in, I can't remember the number, but it was like maybe 4,000 something, something years. I just, I think this is so great. Because <laughs> what, you're, what you're sharing is just a little bit of truth and objectivity that came into your life that broke apart a foolish belief that had been keeping you stuck for 11 years. Yeah. And it took some numbers. Yes. That's all. And well that, and then I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even want to be with those numbers. You know, the pattern was so strong in my head that it would have been just way more comfortable to continue believing it. And, um, it was that conversation. I was like, right, okay. Then uh, I read how to – no, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad again. And at the back of it, he's like, answer these questions. And um, at one of them was, you know, who are the five people you spend most of your time around? Mm. I wrote that down. He said, okay, great, that's – you're an average of that. And I was like, oh, my God, I spend most of my time at work and all those people are – they're great, but, like, they're an employee of a publicly listed company. I, that's not what's going to get me there. I need to shift. And so I had already earlier that year asked to go part-time and I didn't really take – I chickened away from it. Mm. And so then I went back to my boss and I was like, right, this has got to happen. You know, this is – and then so I just started making that shift and, and, and was intentional about creating that. Mm. Um, so mm. I replaced myself at work, ha- um, went down to two days a week and then mm. now I'm on that like journey and sharing with people that that's what I'm going to do was scary and so many people love hearing about it. They're like, oh my God, I've never met an Olympian before. And this is like, I really want to bring so much attention to what you've just said because I think it's so important and I've had so many people say this to me in the last few weeks. So you've just said how it was so terrifying to tell people what you really wanted to do and mm. what you've decided to do yeah. and you were met with what? You were met with amazement. You were met with people feeling quite inspired. Yeah, people were like, oh, that's so cool. Like um, – I, would, I, I always wanted to be a cricket player when I was young and oh, I've never met an Olympian before and yeah. like all of that. Like, yeah. 
and I also saw the heartbreak on their faces. Yes. Too, because they're yes. living an inauthentic life. Absolutely. Um, and this is the important point is because, and I know this because this is how I've been too, in mm. that we care so much about what other people think and we decide not to do something for that purpose, which is so because fucked up in many think. ways. Yeah. And yet, as soon as we start sharing what we're doing when we've taken that big bold courageous move and it's authentic all we've done is inspire somebody yeah that's literally all we've done yep exactly let that land people because if you are worried about taking a leap of faith and worried about what other people think let me tell you something right now that everyone around you wishes they were courageous enough to do the same yeah i promise you i promise you promise you promise you I spend time with hundreds of people every week, every month and with their deepest, darkest desires and with my own. Mm. And that is what happens. Yeah, wow, Everybody, that's cool. They just, they will feel nothing. You might be met with envy and judgment. So what? But it comes from the same place. It does like, come from the same place. They're like, oh, I wish I could do that with yes. my life. Like how Imagine. inspiring that this person's doing it and then they make themselves wrong and have a... Yeah, yeah. 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 So all you've done is just inspire people. Fuck, Jess. Oh, yeah, I really got that. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's live so, free, peeps. Come on. Yeah. So, How so do we do this? How to live a free life is by being authentic with what it is you really want in your life and living that life. Yeah. Because you'll know if you're not because your experience as you wake up in the morning um, or throughout the day is just like, oh, a chore. Yeah, it's a freaking drag. And a lot and all of that. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I can still wake up and go, oh, I'd really love to sleep in. But I'm like, I'm not dreading what I've got on today. Sure. Sure. And that's how I also know is that I still have some way to go in realigning my life at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that doesn't, that doesn't feel sad to me anymore because I also have found the courage because of what I've learned in the last few months that I'm actually willing right now to take the risk. Yeah. Whereas before, where, you. yeah, and it feels so freaking good. Whereas yeah. before, I wasn't willing to take the risk, and I was really trying to rationalize and make excuses, logicalize. logicalize. That's and that's you, our word. By the way. <laughs> I love that word. Logicalize. Logicalize. Yeah. And what helped me was my belief system. So whether I am a spiritual, um, a spiritual guru. I don't actually, guru is such a wrong <laughs> word. I'm a spiritual being. being. I love it. I'm into it. I dig it. Um, and it doesn't mean that I look like somebody from the forest. Okay. I don't think we need to look like that to be <laughs> spiritual. You don't have dreadlocks or armpit hair. That's I don't. what I'm trying to say. I do not have that. <laughs> and which is okay if you do. So yeah. what what I had to appreciate is that... We are different on this planet. Okay, so I really believe that there's a higher being out there and I believe that we're here on earth for the human experience. And I believe that we all get given a different blueprint. I all believe that we might be in the same recipe, but we have a different purpose in that recipe. 
So I might be the flour and need to contribute in that way. And Brit, you might be the sugar and need to contribute in that way. Mm. And if you try and be the flour and I try and be the sugar, we're all fucked up. Our cake, <laughs> our cake tastes like shit. Like rubber. <laughs> so that, that's, that's what I've needed to get. And that's what I get. And that's what I've seen for myself. Ooh. So if I don't start listening to those little whispers of my soul which are only ever leading me to the right place, even though it's scary as hell. Let me be Mm. very clear that just because you listen to the whispers doesn't mean you get an easy ride. Mm. That's not what it means. So if you're waiting for the ease and if you're waiting for it to feel right in the right time, you're missing the point. The point is, is that we're here to listen to the whispers and take the risk because as a human, we want to learn and grow. That's when we feel alive and it's when we take those risks that we end up starting to spark up again after being dead for 11 years. For so long. Yeah, and, and make sure it's you're not listening to like the voice inside your head, but there's, there is, yeah, like there's a some internal like whisper I would yeah say yeah. it's not the little voice in your head that says like oh what if they what are they going to think of me it's not that one it's the one that goes oh what if like oh I really would love to do that with my life yeah what if I could be that kind of person yes and that's the whisper that it we're is. talking about and everybody knows and it that you will have freedom your experience of life your experience of you being in life will be one of freedom and you will still have challenging tough things to do but you'll be energized by like whoa i'm up to i'm up to the thing that's most important to me how fucking Mm. cool is this let's go Mm. you know rather than like oh i'm so comfortable (laughs) yeah it's so being comfortable is and i'm terrified at the same time boring and heart crushing soul crushing soul destroying it is yeah it is and we can make all the excuses in the world and people that give me their excuses i just think well there's you haven't reached the moment in time where you've experienced enough pain to make the change yeah that's true yeah because um often that'll be when people confront their mortality sometimes is when they make Mm. the change like i've been to funerals of some people and just been like what the fuck am i doing with my life sure sure you know and that sometimes sparks people yeah to to take action didn't for me but like i can see how it it would it probably yeah Yeah. pieces of it and you know i i enjoy visiting cemeteries for the same reason oh really people think i'm a fruitcake all right i get it i'm a bit of a widow but honestly I will drive past cemeteries and sometimes I will stop and I will go in there intentionally and I will sit there because I know that being in that energy that this is going to end, Jess. And so where are you at? Why are you ignoring this? Why do you accept this? What needs to change? Where do you need to go from here? So it's very much, it's, it's, it's a grounded reality shock for me and I find them quite inspiring places to be Mm. because death doesn't scare me Mm. at all so I don't I don't feel worried or scared or freaked out by being in there I don't have a fear of death one little bit I have fears of other things Mm, making money making lots of money (laughs) yeah that's one (laughs) and 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 living an unfulfilled life where it leads Mm. to sickness and um Mm. yeah disability that that's what I'm scared of Mm. so I get a great reality check when I'm in a cemetery. Mm. That's super cool. Yeah, there's one just up the road from me. Yeah, well, yeah. Say hello, visit it, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I wonder for everyone, 
and I think you should put it in the notes. Mm. How, how do you find freedom? How do you find freedom? How have you found freedom? And yeah. so, or what is it for you? When do you yeah. have that experience of being free? And what would it take to yeah experience? It's a really cool question. Mm. Mm. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. Thanks for being on the podcast. And yeah, thanks for having yeah. me. This has been so good. Yeah, I love you know. I think when we talk things out, we just cement it further in our minds as well. So, or yeah, expand stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. much opened up in that. So much, yeah. and I'm really grateful to yeah. have had this today, yeah. and speaking to you all. So thanks, yeah. thanks, well, Britt. Thanks, Jess, Jessica McElveen, everyone from is it the Happy Home Network. It is the Happy Home Network. You can we'll put her like Instagram handles and websites and all of that sort of stuff, so mm. you can connect with her on social media as well because she's a rocket. All right. Well, thank you for listening and have fun sharing what you've gotten for yourself out of listening. Our goal is for our content to reach as many people as possible and be the number one women empowerment podcast in Australia. Our call to action is that you contribute to your women in your life by sharing this episode, subscribing to our podcast, giving us a five-star rating and leaving our review. Bye for now.